One of the biggest storylines heading into week four of the NFL season is who's going to get their first win. Four teams will face off with one another to get their first win because they're winless. We're going to talk about them next on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. You are Locked On NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Locked On family? Let's get locked in. Welcome back to the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, your daily podcast covering your favorite draft prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your boy, Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. You can find and follow me on Twitter at DP underscore NFL. I'm a national scout over with the Draft Network. And guys, happy Friday. Thank you all for locking. Thank you all for tapping in with the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Thank you for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today and every day, man, Monday through Friday. Shout out to y'all for being our everydayers, but I got to kick it over to my guy, Keith Sanchez, Mr. LSU. You can find and follow him on Twitter at the Talent Code. Keep talking to him, baby. What's up, Locked On family? This is Keith Sanchez, senior draft analyst with the Draft Network, man. And like my guy, DPO, was introducing me, right? 2019 national champ with those LSU Tigers, man. But so you know what that means, right? We are here to bring you that championship level content surrounded the NFL draft 24 7, 365. This is the podcast that you tap into everything college football, NFL football, draft related, man. We cover it all, man, and we connect the dots for you. DP talking about connecting the dots, man. When you look up here in your intro, DP, you talked about what you said there's four winless teams. And if people are listening to this podcast and they're like, why are they talking about winless teams? right it's because they maybe need to get ready for the draft already it's week it's week four dp but y'all may need to start cranking up those draft boards already if you're one of those four teams so we're going to start off with those four teams talk about their situations their scenarios who's at quarterback for them and everything pertaining to that then we're going into what like we always like to do man we say we're coaching we get the x's and o's we pull out the matchups and we're giving you the biggest matchups of the week to watch out for for week four and then we're getting into dp he brought out the tally we're going to see if the math is mathing today right and we're going to talk about those game predictions man and get that thing going but dp without further ado man we have a title sponsor won't you hit him with our title sponsor first and then let's get into the bigger storyline Today's the today's episode of Locked On NFL Draft is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On NFL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. Keith, four winless teams, and, and, and for those who don't know, right? We're talking about the biggest storylines. Those who don't know, Keith, the winless teams are the Minnesota Vikings, the Chicago Bears the Carolina Panthers, and the Denver Broncos. Funny enough, Keith, on the week four schedule, <clears throat> those four teams and match up this week. We got the Chicago Bears hosting the Denver Broncos, and we have the uh, Minnesota Vikings on the road to the Carolina Panthers in Charlotte, Keith. This, I, don't, I don't recall, especially, bro, four, four weeks in, that we got two matchups with four teams that have not won a game yet. And you talked about it. These teams might not just somebody needs to go ahead and get that, that draft board oh, cranked crank, up. Crank that draft board up, crank that mock draft machine, get get it going. Start scouting Caleb Williams, Drake May, Michael Penix, Quinn Ewers. Get it going, DP, because yeah, it, it's it's about that time. And, and I'm gonna just do the simple math, right? If you have four teams that are winless, right? And then two of these teams are gonna play, well, they're gonna play each other. So two is gonna have a win, 
two, not going to have a win, right? So two of these teams are going to be winless. So you're talking about in prime position, DP, for a top five pick. And the, talk about the draft scenarios, right? Because you're looking at these four teams. The Panthers don't have a, a, a first-round pick because they gave it to the Bears. So the Bears are doubled down in this situation from the perspective of DP. They have, they have their first-round pick. They have the Panthers' first-round pick. Both of them look like they're going to be pretty high picks, right? You, you might be sitting there, and, and, and this is the thing. Moving, but, hey, and, and this is the thing, DP. You might have – this going to be a very fun draft. You want to know why? Because you know who also has two first-round picks? The Arizona Cardinals, right? And they have two pretty – well, projected pretty high picks. So we could be sitting at two teams over the first four picks, right, just picking back-to-back-to-back-to-back in the first four selections. But, DP, who, who stands out for you when we're talking about projecting a franchise forward and we always like to say something we haven't mentioned it in a while and that phrase is path to success right who who is furthest away from that path to success and who do you feel like is closest to that path to success i think the chicago bears are the furthest away right now like you know what i'm saying for 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 and we go back to the 2023 nfl draft and i know everything about jalen carter all the blame for the the accident which you can't i'm not blaming somebody that's in a total separate car than the car that crashed i just can't logically i can't do that keith you know what i'm saying so it's like i know everything that went in and and they're running kind of i think tampa too that you don't have a dude on your defense on the defensive line right you go get you know uh, Zach Pickens and Gervon Dexon. The jury's still out on them. I haven't seen enough impact plays from either one of them, but I'm seeing Jalen Carter wreck offensive line game plans week after week right now. So that that type of situation. And then, okay, you, I like the receivers they have, right? I like the running backs they have. The offensive line is still, it's still coming together. But the most important piece is the quarterback. So I think they're furthest away because, Keith, it feels like this thing is heading for, I think, this thing is headed towards a divorce on in two different spectrums. The quarterback being divorced from the team and then the coaching staff being divorced from the team. I feel like it's going to be a whole new marriage of newlyweds when we enter the 2024 season with a new quarterback, a new coach, maybe a new GM. I think the Bears are the furthest away. The team that is 0-4 that you can say, okay, who's the closest to success or the passing to success? I, I would have to say the Minnesota Vikings because they have the talent. To do, we just saw that last year, right? They have the talent. It just hasn't started out well this year. Yeah, I, so it's in a weird way, DP. I, I'm all of these teams are in bad situations, man. <laughs> when you look at it right there, right? Because I'm about to make a case for one team, but then I can make a case for all of these teams oh, in bad situations. And it's, it's all about perspective, right? So I'll say this. I'll disagree with you on the Bears because mm-hmm. I see that they have a way out, right? And their way out is if, you're right. They get with everybody. We just talked about the first-round picks. And, and, and this You're is right. the thing. They have two first-round picks on top of a tradable quarterback in Justin Fields, right? So they may have – that. let's say they have two first-round picks and then another two second-round picks in Justin Four, Fields, right? So, whatever, like – Right. So you, you could potentially be on a Houston Texans-type trajectory after this season is over to where we just mm, rebuild it. But like it's always that. bad because the, the, in the Chicago Bears, real quick, you hired an offensive, uh, an offensive coordinator, right? And the offense looked bad. Then you hire a defensive guy, defensive coordinator, and the defense looks bad. So I, I'm not sure. head coach, right? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like you, you, you hired him to be the head coach, and I'm not sure what their thing is. So I'm gonna actually say, I think the Bears are potentially in the best situation, right? I, I agree. The Panthers, the Panthers to me is a scary situation 
And that's because the Bears have y'all first round pick. And we talked about this before on this podcast, and it and it appears that people said that the Panthers were a quarterback array. That's when DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey was on this team. They're a lot more than a quarterback away, DP. When you watch the film and you cut the film on, and we've talked about it on this podcast before, and we say, hey, this is kind of concerning, right? And we watched this in preseason, and we say this is kind of concerning. Training you camp for me. Training camp, and you say this is kind of concerning. So I think the Panthers are, are, are the, I think, the furthest away. The two teams that are kind of in the middle and meddling, they're both with the veteran quarterbacks, right? The Vikings and the mm-hmm. Broncos, DP, and the Vikings – I guess if you keep losing, right, you, you tank for Drake, Drake May or or Caleb Williams if he wants to come there or, you know, any one of these quarterbacks, and you could potentially be in an okay situation because you still have Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison moving forward. The Broncos, DP, I look at them, and I think that's why I put both of these teams in the middle, and I put the Broncos there too because they can potentially turn that thing around, right, and you have a quarterback, and Sean Payton um, has proven – Hey, I'm, I'm trying to make a case, but I just remember they got 70 points scored on them, DP. I was about to make a case for the defense, but I, that, that's difficult too. So I'm going to make a case that Sean Payton is there, and he, he is a Super Bowl winning head coach, and I do believe that he can turn things around. So I put the Vikings and the Broncos in the middle, and then the Panthers and the Bears, they're, they're on opposite spectrums. You swayed me because I, I, I didn't think about the picks when I said Chicago, but you're right. I, I do think – my the points I made about the, 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 the divorce is, is true, but you're right. You're 100 yeah, right. And the thing is this if we're talking about today, DP, who's the worst building? It's by far the Chicago Bears, right? <laughs> if there's one place you don't want to work, you don't want to show up to work. Chicago. To, it's the Chicago Bears right now. So I'm with you if you're talking about in the moment, right? But we like we say we talked about path to success, DP. Mm-hmm. Um I'm a, I'm gonna roll with the Bears having a the in a weird way, they have the brightest path to success to figuring that thing Very out. They true. could just get a competent general manager, DP. But I think that was fun, man. We're talking about two 0 and 4 teams. Probably gonna do some game prediction. I think it'd be fun, right? They're, they're, they're not playing good football. It'd be fun just to see who we think will win and why, right? I think it'd be pretty right. fun, pretty exciting. And uh, we could get into that. But then coming up next, DP, we're gonna talk about mattress, man, because we have the Buffalo Bills playing the Miami Dolphins, right? And then we also have. The return of Zeke. The return of Zeke, man. Ezekiel Elliott is going back to Dallas, to Jerry's world, right? The place where he jumped in the Salvation Army bucket, right? The place where he kept saying, feed me, feed me, feed me. So he's going back to Dallas, DP. Um, They're going to get that thing cranked up. So coming up next, man, we're going to talk about some key matchups in these big-time games that we're going to be watching, some key matchups to look out for. Need groceries for the week, but you don't have time to go to the store? Try grocery delivery from DoorDash. You'll get everything you want delivered when you need it right to your front door. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood while boosting your local economy with each and every order. You'll get exactly what you ordered, guys, or they will make it right. So sit back, relax, and enjoy quality groceries just like you handpicked them yourself. With easy substitutions right in their app, they have the best in-class customer support. DoorDash delivers groceries exactly the way you want it and expect it. So, guys, get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use the promo code LOCKEDONNFL at checkout. All right, that's 50% off up to $20. No minimum subtotal and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the promo code LOCKEDONNFL. 
Guys, trying to buy tickets last minute for your favorite events should not be stressful, but we know that it is because at the last moment, you're trying to find the best deals, you're trying to compete with other buyers, and you are attempting to avoid scammers and scalpers. All right, let me tell you about game time, though. It is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all your sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. You will love the last-minute tickets, the flash deals, and their zone deals. Their tickets are easy to find and buy for every kind of event in your area, and you will absolutely you absolutely adore and love the fact that they show the views from the seats in the venue so you know what kind of angle you will have if you bought those tickets okay now listen right now game time this is a big game at high mark stadium for buffalo when your miami dolphins come to town you can get a ticket right now for as low as 194 dollars for a game this magnitude 194 for a ticket seems like a steal so download the game time app create an account and use the promo code locked on nfl for 20 dollars off your first purchase key matchups for week four in the nfl keith and man that, that buffalo miami game right remember this was a big game Last, it was the game with Tua first dealt with the concussion. Yeah, and they played each other in the playoffs, right? So I believe they matched up three different times. So, yeah, Tua definitely played, game. I think, once versus Buffalo last year, yeah, I think, because yeah, of the concussion. Yeah, one time. And, and, and you know, the, the trash talks already started on Twitter with the fan base. And I'm like, okay, this this, this is going to be a good one, right? And this is what's, here's a funny thing. Miami and Buffalo both coming off big blowout wins, right? So you're talking about confidence for both teams mm-hmm. riding high. Coming into this game, and I think for me, Keith, one of the matchups I'm looking for is Sean McDermott. That that the defensive game plan versus Mike McDaniel's offensive game plan. Like we, bro, I, I don't think I don't even think Andy Reid used Tyreek Hill this way with the right. pre-snap motion, return motion. He's not he's not set when the ball is snapped. He gets a running head, like almost like Canadian football league, right? Where, where the receivers are 50, almost 15 yards back and they get a, a dead sprint at the line of scrimmage. To yeah, snap they're, they're the ball. pushing the envelope, right? And, and, and actually seeing it. And you, you live in a world of analytics and, uh, you know, just metrics and things like that. I would be interested to see like analytically, right? Because you know, the, the rule is that you can't be moving forward. You have to be moving sideways. But mm-hmm. I wonder when you talk about momentum and force, right? If, Tyreek Hill actually has even more momentum just because he's moving, even if it is sideways, right? He's still in an acceleration, you know, like, I guess, acceleration um, situation to where it's still an advantage for him versus starting from a regular wide receiver stance, you know, just being still and being stagnant. So, I, I, you know, an analytics guy, that that was was a nugget out there that, you know, somebody can try to check out and and see, you know, if there's any uh, validity to that. Tweet that tweet if you if you got the answer to that Keith, guys tweet at Keith at the talent code because uh, he, he we we definitely would like the answer to that but I, I want to see Keith will they run more zone like will they try to zone this offense right and and, and keep all eyes on Tua keep all eyes on everything in front of them right and, and try to force them to dink and dunk their way down the field and limit the the yak opportunity the yards after the catch right instead of playing man to man where when he goes into that motion, and I think Jalen Waddle's coming back. Because he, he didn't even play in that 70-burger game versus Denver mm-hmm. last week. Jalen yeah. Waddle wasn't going to field. Yeah, and I don't know if he's going to. I think he might. He might. I don't know if he's available for this game either. He might be out for this this game. Mm. So if he if he's not, that that changes some things in, in a little bit, right? But 
I, I just want to see how they handle it because with, with you running man to man, Tyreek Hill going in motion, and he's never and he's not being set when the ball is snapped, and he's getting that 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 like you talk about that momentum towards the 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 to break towards the line of scrimmage once the ball is set. Man, that's just a, that's such a difficult. That's so difficult to defend, and and, and so do, does that force you into zone? I want to see how that happen, ha, how that happens with Sean McDermott, and then the other thing I'm looking at does Mike McDaniel try to run the ball to counter that? Right, run the ball, get the ball going, test the physicality of that defensive line, which Buffalo's never been the most physical team, right? Mm-hmm. So test that level, test that physicality, and see where those guys are. Yeah, so if you if you ask me for a matchup, DP. Um, I, I, you talked about the Bills defense, right? And in the Bills, they have some smart players. And I want to give a, you know, they had they have Milano in the middle, and then also I want to give a shout out to Terrell Bernard, right? Young guy from Baylor. Um, he he's filling it well, man. A guy that I liked coming out the draft process. And then, measurables were not off the charts, right? We're talking about four time or anything like that, but what you've seen on film was just an instinctual football player, and you're starting to see that play out and play forward this year. DP now that he's getting some run. Um, but I, you almost want to say Tredavious White versus Tyreek Hill, right? But they went against Patrick Sertan last week. So I'm going to cancel that matchup out. Um, And, and, and where I'm going to go from, I'm going to flip sides of the football, and I'm going to go to Buffalo Bills offense versus this Miami defense. And from the perspective of last time we seen Josh Allen in a big-time game, right? That was week one. That was the New York Jets. He was forcing stuff, right? And I, I want to see – what's his mental right is he is he going to be trying to sling it all over the face he going to be calculated in his attempts to make big plays or is he just going to be you know trying to jump over people when he's eight yards away from the first down right or is he going to just do what he has to do and keep that thing especially what i want to see dp is especially if let's say miami gets up by 10 or even seven right does he start to feel the pressure a little bit that I have to make a spectacular play. So I want to see how they're going to look because the, the Bills, as much as Josh Allen have been doing, they've been somewhat balanced DP, right, with the emergence of James Cook and, and things like that. Right. So they, they've ran, they've had a balance. Also, I want to see what they're going to do offensively. But DP, if you don't mind, I want to switch, right? I want to go to this other matchup. We're talking about the Dallas Cowboys versus the New England Patriots and just key things to look for because you have the Patriots look like they're, they're right on their way to being – Eight and nine, nine and eight, once again, right? Like they're they're right on that path. And then you got the Dallas Cowboys who are reeling um, after that loss, right? That that Arizona Cardinals loss that nobody expected, right? Um, and and, and they have to kind of go home, lick their wounds, and get back ready again after the loss of Trayvon Diggs, also. So they're trying to you know get their footing back. So DP, what expectations, what matchups? I'm talking about player on player matchups. Are you looking for with this matchup? Man. Um... There's a couple in this game with with the with the Cowboys and and Patriots. I I think for me it would be Christian Gonzalez and, and Ceedee Lamb. Yeah, right? that, that that's that's, that's a that's, and Gonzalez and, has been good. And I seen a tweet DP where they, I, I, the teams he's win against right. He, he he's win against some top tier talent already. I, I, like he he went against some some top some top talent already. Like top wide receivers in the NFL. Like he's seen the best of the best. I think with Tyreek Hill. Um, you look at the the uh, the, the New England. I think he they played Garrett Wilson, right? Then they, yep. they yep. and it was one other wide receiver that they they played against. So he's seen some top tier talent already. So just to throw CD Lamb into that mix, I agree, DP. Yeah, it, it's very you know what, what what we say like baptism by fire, right? Yeah, and this yep. was our CB one. This was our CB one. 
right? And, and you look at it, you know, week one, you know, he because he, he played against Philly week one. That's right. right. Yeah, I, gate, I knew it was somebody else. It was Devontae Smith. Out the and gate, De Devonta yeah. Smith, AJ Brown out the gate. And that was the game that he had he gave up the most yards, right? It, week one, rookie, you know, rookie year. He was targeted 10 times, gave up seven receptions for 71 yards, right? But then after that, right? So, so, so then you got the Miami game targeted five times. He allowed three receptions for 32 yards, right? Then last week, okay, against the Jets, uh, you know, seven targets, you know, five receptions for 45 yards. So he has gotten better since week one, and this is a big-time matchup against CeeDee Lamb, man, a good route runner. Uh, you're talking about having play strength and functional strength on the field, contact balance, body control. Uh, you know, he's not a great route runner. He's good enough, right? And he's not the most explosive in, in terms of vertical speed. So with a guy that, you know, if you're Christian Gonzalez, like, you know you can run with him. You know that CeeDee Lamb's not going to outrun you. Right. So I want to see how he kind of handles that play, that, that, that matchup and adjust his play throughout that, throughout the game, Keith. But I'm really looking forward to that one for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go to the trenches, DP, and I'm going with uh, the situation of this, this, this New England Patriots run game versus this Dallas Cowboys defensive line. Right. And, and that's, that's the front seven. And, and Arizona kind of took it to them some, right? Like they 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 mm -hmm. took it to them. They they were up for the game. They were ready. That was quote unquote their Super Bowl, right? And and they took it to the Dallas Cowboys. So and with a New England team that you know, right? Like you know they're gonna come run the football. Like they New England, they they it's two thousand two in New England, right? Like it's it's, it's it's back to the future, right? It's two thousand two for New England, so they're gonna come in and run the football. So I'm looking at guys like Big Jonathan Hankins that they picked up right in free agency. Um, and then you're talking about Mozzie Smith, the guy that they, they, they drafted, right? And then on the edges, you know, Demarcus Lawrence, Doran Strong, um, you guys got to show up, right? And then linebackers, right? Because Lane Van Esch is there, but then also you have Damone Clark, Michael Parsons, and it's a matter of, okay, where do I play these guys, right? And Damone Clark is primarily linebacker, but I need you to fast flow. I need you to feel, I need you to strike somebody, right? Lane Van Esch, the same exact thing, right? I, they can't scheme off of you. So I'm looking at this Dallas Cowboys front seven because, if they can stop the run, and we say this, we said this probably the past three, four years, right? If you can stop New England's run game, you can beat them because you don't believe that New England has the offensive weapons to beat you over the top. No, without question, right? And and that's where I'm looking at too in, in this matchup as well, Keith, to close to kind of close out my argument or my thoughts. Down the bro, the Dallas Cowboys, Keith, looking at the numbers defensively, they are they are fourth in the league in total yards allowed per game with 262 yards allowed. They are second, tied for second with sacks, with 12 sacks, and they're number one in the league defensively in turnovers created with, with, with turnover differential with six, plus six. So this is a defense that can absolutely win this game. So it's like, Matt Jones, can you play efficient football, get the ball out of your hands, not allow the Marcus Lawrence and Micah Parsons and those guys get back there to harass you, we will see. But that is something that i got to keep my eye on because this, this Dallas defense, even without Trayvon Dix, it's legit. But like you said, they got to stop the run. If they stop that run, I think that they could put the clamps on that passing game kind of easily. Yeah, DP talking about putting the clamps on, right? DP, I'm trying to put the clamps on these game predictions, man. I have to get out ahead. I have to win. I have, I'm trying to get ahead and I'm trying to take off, right? I'm trying to put some distance out there. So, man, we about to make these game predictions. So coming up next, man, we get into the NFL week four game predictions. Who we believe is going to win, who we believe is going to lose, and why.
Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting a waiver wire every week, we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's see who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. Broncos running back Javonta Williams has gotten a healthy 48 opportunities in the first three games. But so far, he's managed only 180 scrimmage yards and zero touchdowns during the team's 0-3 start. Expect the volume to finally convert into true fantasy production for Williams as Denver gets the wilting Bears defense in Chicago in week four. The Bears have given up plenty of overall yardage and scoring juice to backs through the first three weeks and Williams will be the latest to take advantage as a runner and an outlet receiver for Denver. So, Vinny Iyer from Locked On Fantasy Football is going to help you win your championship, your fantasy championship, and eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each and every player being a perfect fit, same with your vehicle. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED lights, headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride. Not next time, not uh, the, the, the next couple times, but the first time and every time. Or you will get your money back. Plus, when you look at it like this, with these prices, you're burning more rubber than you are cash. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only. It's time for the game picks, fam, and let's get into it, Keith. You know, I, you know, I have not done the tallies, so guys, I'm going to have the tallies. I'm going to tweet the tallies <laughs> out. I'm going to tweet the numbers out. All right, I got to go back to week one and two and get those because I didn't jot those, those games down. But, man, let, let, let's rapid fire this thing, Keith. Let's rapid fire this thing. And let's start right here at the top. You know, we got the Atlanta Falcons on the road. I think this game is in London, 9.30 a.m. Eastern time, uh, you know, versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Gives Calvin Ridley a chance to get back at his old team. Who are you picking to win this game? I'm going to go Jaguars, DP. I'm going to go Jaguars. I think Trevor Lawrence gets back on track here. Um, I, I like the I like what the Falcons are trying to do, but I don't know if it's a finished product yet, right, if, they, if that makes sense. So I'm going to yeah. go Jacksonville Jaguars here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm going Jacksonville as well, Keith. I think I think it's the same thing to me. Uh, Jacksonville, I think they get back uh, on winning ways, right? And then they got to kind of get back after after the loss last week. And I think that, like you said, the Falcons just aren't. It's not a finished product at all, and, and the passing game has to has to pick itself up. But next up, Keith, we got the game we just talked about in, in segment two: the Miami Dolphins at the Buffalo Bills. Who are we picking in this game? Oh, man, this is tough, right? Because I'm not going to pick against the team that just scores 70 points, right? Just drop 70 points on someone. DP, I am. I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills because I think the Buffalo Bills are a lot better than what people think. Like, they, they, they've went from the Cinderella story to the people, that, that like, the, the, the penthouse to the outhouse, right? Whatever, however, you, however that saying is, right? And that's kind of what the Buffalo Bills are. They kind of slept on. But I'm, I'm going to take Bills Mafia in Buffalo, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. They're going to try to take it to Miami. Yeah, I think they will too, Kidap. But I'm actually going Miami. I think this is a game where it's going to come down to to the end. I think it's going to be a very close game, hard fought game. But I think Miami's going to edge them out, right? 
uh, you know, in this game on the road. Tua's try Tua's the, the league MVP for a lot of people, right? As he should be, right? As he should be. I think Tua wants to submit that and submit himself as a clear front runner with no questions asked. And there's no better way to do it than knocking off Josh Allen on uh on the road in Buffalo. So I'm going Miami in this game. Keith, next up, we have the battle of the winless. We got the the, the Denver Broncos heading into the Chicago Bears. Who wins this game and, and, and who loses to go to 0 4? DP, they both don't have any wins. They both were blue and orange. I'm going with the Broncos, dude. The Broncos just they, they have a slightly better situation going on right now. So I'm I'm probably going Broncos. I am I'm going, going with the better defense. Like you said, I'm going with the Broncos as well. The Broncos defense is way better, in my opinion, despite the 70-point loss. The Bears defense is just not good right now. And I think the Broncos will be able to get big plays in the passing game. I think they'll be able to run the football. Give me Denver. Next up, Keith, we have the – oh, this is a big one. Baltimore heading in to Cleveland. Both teams are 2-1 and one right now at the top of the division in the AFC North. Who gets the dub and who leapfrogs himself at the top of this division? I'm going Baltimore, DP. I think Lamar just makes – one or two more plays. And I think this potentially could be the game where the Sean Watson's um, lack of play or his, his, his dysfunctional play at this point, right? Cause that's what it kind of looks like he's doing out there. It looks dysfunctional catches up with them. And I think they end up 500 and I believe Baltimore goes three and one. This one was tough. Cause I watched the tape of, of the Cleveland game um, this, this past week and, and Deshaun outside of like a few kind of weird, moments he looked really good he looked like the Deshaun of old deep throws okay. him and Amari Cooper it looked good right but that's the I only game he's looked up. strong yeah I think it's picking up momentum talking about the, yeah. the, the Deshaun Watson but I just like it's I don't know if it's there yet I think it's still two three the weeks consistency away. we need to see yeah yep and because of that I'm gonna lean on well I'm gonna go Baltimore they better block Miles Garrett that's the only thing I would say. Block Miles Garrett, please, because if not, this is not going to go well. Because the the, the 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 Browns defense is being playing very good football, but I'm gonna go Baltimore as well. I think Lamar Jackson will be able to edge it out. Uh, next up, Keith, we have the Cincinnati Bengals at the Tennessee Titans. Cincy, I'm going Cincy too. Cincy hasn't looked great, but they they they're just a better team right now. So I'm gonna go Cincinnati. Yeah, I, I got to go Cincinnati in that situation as well. We have uh, next up the Los Angeles Rams heading into Indianapolis. AR Anthony Richardson is back. He's been practicing. We expect him to play, right? Expect him to play. Who you got picking in this game with Stafford and A. Rich at quarterback? DP, I'm going to go to Rams. Um, I, I think going in, heading into this season, the question mark was, are the Rams tanking? Is it over with, right? Like, is, yeah. is this just the kind of the, the last hoorah for Aaron Donald, Matthew Stafford, and Sean McVay? But they're actually coming out there and competing, right? Like, they, they almost won that game Monday night um, at Cincinnati. So I'm going to go to Rams because I think they're competing and they want to play high-level football, and I'm going to go with Matthew Stafford being a veteran. Now, uh, Keith, I, I'm going with the Colts. I, th I think AR comes back and picks up where he left off, being able to run the ball, showcase the arm talent. He was looking good kind of commanding this offense, playing efficiently, especially early in that game, you know, against Houston and everything. I think they'll be able to do it. I, I worry about that offensive line for the Rams, being able to protect, um, you know, Matthew Stafford. They, they've been struggling with that a little bit and everything, but I think it could be a good game. I'm going with AR. Uh, next up, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going into New Orleans. We don't know if Derek Carr is actually playing, if it's Jameis Winston. Who are you picking in this game, Keith? DP, I'm assuming that, 
Derek Carr is not playing. And I'm still picking the Saints. I'm picking the Saints to win, DP. Um, I, they, they're at home. They're the Dome. The Dome is going to be rocking. Um, oh, yeah, And I, I, like, in a weird way, it's because I live in New Orleans. That's not why I'm picking the Saints. But because I live in New Orleans, I'm kind of more in tune with the backup quarterback situation, right, because you, you're around the team more. Um, And this, this team – they the players believe in Jameis Winston, so I don't I, I don't think it's going to be a half-hearted effort. They embrace Jameis Winston, and I'm not just talking you know quote unquote team. I'm talking about like team leaders, uh, Cameron Jordan, Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas. They all have a liking for Jameis Winston, so I think you're getting a full out effort from the New Orleans Saints on Sunday after they lost to the Packers, which they feel like they shouldn't have lost. So I'm gonna go to Saints. Yeah, kid. When I looked at the schedule, I said, oh, they're home. I'm going Saints as well. Like you said, I think the place is going to be rocking, and I think that defense is going to play with so much fire. Hopefully, not too much fire that that, that you know Mike Evans and Marshawn Lattimore gets kicked out. They, you know, they don't like. Can we go, can we go one year without y'all two <laughs> fighting in the middle of a game? I can. I, I need it. You just play good football, battle it out, and let's just go all about our business. But I'm picking New Orleans next up. The Washington Commanders coming off a big time loss versus a really good opponent, the Buffalo Bills. Now they're going into Philly, Keith. We about to find out if the commanders are real or not. Who are you picking in this game? I'm gonna go. Well, this is tough. I'm and I'm gonna tell you why this is tough because what's been projecting Philly forward has been the run game, right? That that's been most consistent. And the commanders' best part of their defense is their defensive line, right? It's where they put all their draft picks. So I, I think it's gonna be a close game, but I, I think Philly edges it out. But I think it's gonna be a competitive game. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Same thing. I think it's gonna be a close game, but Philly just be able to. Uh, their defense is so is playing so well right now, right? Jalen Carter, and, and they got the, listen. Washington's offensive line is not great right now. There's some some yeah, some that's the areas issue. of leakage, and I think if if you're the defensive coordinator, I think it's Desai. Desai, I think is his name. Um, you know, for for Philly, wherever that leakage is, roll Jalen Carter right over there and let him turn that thing into a flood. So I think that's going to be the big thing. I'm picking Philly as well, Keith. Next up, we have the Minnesota Vikings, the battle of the winless. Minnesota at Carolina. Keith, I'm going Minnesota. I don't think Carolina will be able to stop Justin Jefferson. And even if you do try to bracket him, Jordan Addison's on the other side. TJ Hawkinson's at tight end, right? Now that my Vikings got to get the run game going and, and everything, but I, I'm just picking Minnesota. I, I don't like what I've seen from, from Carolina. Uh, even I, with Bryce Young at quarterback. Yeah, I agree 100%. If if this is – you just believe that the Minnesota Vikings going to outscore them at some point, right? If 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 it's the Panthers with 12 points, I believe the Vikings can get 13, right? If the Panthers have 30, I believe the Vikings can get 31. It's just one of those games where the, the Vikings just have a better offensive situation that I believe in. Next up, Keith, the Pittsburgh Steelers heading into Houston to face off C.J. Stroud, Tank Dell, and those Texans. Who are you picking in this game? Ooh, this can be a sneaky matchup, DP, and I'm going to go H-Town, and I'm going to go H-Town because I think that C.J. Straw is going to put up enough points against this vaunted uh, Steelers defense. Now, the Steelers defense is really good, but I think they're going to outscore the, the, the Steelers, and that heat for Matt Canada is about to turn up once again. I'm picking Pittsburgh. I, I worry about protecting C.J. Stroud, where about trying to run the ball and, and do it consistently to give him that play action? I think that defensive line for Pitts, it's one of the best in the league. Man, they got it two high-caliber, elite-level pass rushers with Alex Highsmith and, and T.J. Watt, man. And then you got Nick Benino coming off the bench, Keanu Benton in the middle. It is just a really tough – the Marvin Leal. 
I, I got to go with the uh, with, with the Pittsburgh Steelers in this one. Next up, we have the Las Vegas Raiders going in to face the Chargers. Chargers come off their first win. Keith, give me the Chargers. Really simple. I'm, yeah, I'm going Chargers too. In, insert. I know Mike Williams towards ACL last week. Insert Quentin Johnson. Oh it's Quentin Johnson time. It, it's QJ time. It's QJ time, man. Uh, we talked about it in, in segment two. New England at Dallas. Keith, I think New England played. You know, they got their first dub. Dallas got their first loss. I think Dallas comes and they're they're at home. I think they rebound and they play aggressive. Give me Dallas. Yeah, I think it's Dallas too, and I think it's the same story for the New England Patriots where they they have a defense. It's a valiant effort. They play balanced football, but it's just not enough offensive skill weapon. The same story for the past three years. For sure. Next, oh my God, uh, San Fran, um, San Fran, uh, San Fran. I'm just, I'll just drop that down for both of us. They play, they're playing the Cardinals. I don't care. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? I, this ain't this. Ain't, we're not getting that two two weeks in a row. We're not getting that two weeks in a row. Uh, oh well, this is easy. Kansas City at New York with the Jets. The tackles is the quarterback. Kansas City. The Taylor Swift bowl, yeah. I mean, we're going Kansas Jesus. City, right? That that that's why people are gonna tap in. This is this is you know to watch Taylor Swift, but yeah, Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. I would have liked if the NFL could have flexed this game. And I get it; they created the schedule. Miami, Miami, Miami yeah, Buffalo yeah, that, that, should have been yeah. prime. I don't where I live at. I don't think I'm gonna be able to watch that game, right? But I'm gonna go. I got I'm YouTube go TV. Still probably not watching that game. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, Casey, all day. Monday Night Football, Seattle versus the. What? No, they got one win. They, they got they beat the Cardinals. The, the New York Gi- Giants, Keith. Who you picking to win this game? I'm going Seattle. Seattle and the Heat starts to turn up again in New York. Yep, I'm picking Seattle as well. I think Seattle go ahead and can't and, and, and you know make everybody look kind of weird in New York about you know paying Daniel Jones and uh, we'll see. We're gonna have this conversation <laughs> as the season goes on. That's one thing I'm gonna say. You know what I mean? And we're gonna see how it goes. But that that that's our pickums, guys. We 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 got them. I'm gonna have the tally. I'm gonna tweet the tally out from the last first three for the first three weeks of the season, man. But listen, great show, Keith. Great show. Oh, we preview yeah. week four. Talk a lot of stuff, man. Talk about a lot of stuff in the day. Oh yeah, man. Had a lot of fun. Like we said, man, from the storylines to the matchups to watch to the game prediction, man. But you know, that's what we do, right? That's what we do over here. We break everything down, man. That's why we call ourselves, man, the best football podcast that they have out there. And man, what we want to say is that we have the best everydayers out there, man. So thank you for tapping in with us, man. Shout out to our everydayers. Thank you for tapping in with us every single day. Make sure y'all tap in with us tomorrow. Yes, as we go live talking about college football, we are finally into conference play where we get some good matchups. No more cupcakes get the cupcakes out the way man we get some good conference games man so make sure y'all tap into us saturday morning that is 9 30 central 10 30 eastern see y'all there go subscribe and follow for free on youtube wherever you listen to podcasts get the latest episode as soon as it is available uh thank y'all so much for making locked on info draft your first listen today and every day all right go follow us on twitter dp underscore nfl at the talent code come and join the conversation again tomorrow on the locked on podcast network your team every day